ESPN. You're listening to the Weekend Warrior Show, presented by Cedar sinai What's going on, L.A.? This is Kobe Bryant. That's right. Mahalo. Aloha. Start your weekend off right, listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. Ahui hoy. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN, 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers. Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. I'm so excited to talk to my guest, the great Keith Erickson. Keith, thanks so much for hanging on the line and waking up early to be with us. Uh, I love being on with uh, you, Dr. Clappa, on the best <laughs> radio program in Los Angeles. <laughs> now I have to adjust my headphones. My head is swelling. Thank you so much. <laughs> I want to learn a little bit about, first, who you really are in the sense that where did you grow up? What did your dad do for a living? I want to go back to the beginning of Keith Erickson's life. I grew up in, in the, uh, the great big metropolis here in Southern California called El Segundo. Wow. El Segundo is a little tiny community just south of LAX. Wow. And, 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 and your dad? And all, my father worked for Standard Oil. He was a purchasing agent for Standard Oil. And the reason we lived in El Segundo is because the uh, Chevron refinery is right there just south of El Segundo, the, ci- the city. And my dad got transferred from San Francisco down here to the office. And he, somehow he must have thought, we, you know, he was going to be working at the refinery, but he was working in downtown L.A., but we were sort of, <laughs> I, I grew up in El Segundo. You know why it's called El Segundo? Because in Spanish it means yeah. the second, because the first refinery is up in Northern California. Exactly. Good for you. <laughs> Everybody in El Segundo knows that one. <laughs> you know what? I actually, once a year, they open the refinery for people to come visit and walk around it. And I was, there weren't many people on the tour, but I was one of those people who went on the tour to see what the refinery looks like. I loved it. <laughs> it's interesting. Isn't that great? And it's, it's a great. huge uh, piece of property they've got there. And there yes. used to be, all, and that whole area around there and just east of Sepulveda Boulevard used to be uh, berry fields. Little plants. There was no buildings there when I grew up in El Segundo. Tell us about high school. Tell us about where the encouragement. Yes, we're going to talk about John Wooden. How could we not when we're talking to Keith Erickson? Yes, we're going to talk about Will Chamberlain and old and Mike Bright. But I, I want to go to the beginning where you got to go beyond your wildest dreams because you heard a voice in your head, early in your life that said, Keith, you can do it. it. You know, you mentioned this to me when we spoke a couple of weeks ago. You said exactly that. And and my story, um, it, it's very emotional to me when you brought that up. Because you also mentioned 1968, and I had mentioned I was traded to the Lakers the same year that Wilt Chamberlain was, that Wilt came to the Lakers. So here, Mm -hmm. uh, let's move forward a little bit. In 1968, I'm thinking, this is just unbelievable. I don't know how this happened. (laughs) Only the Lord could do this. That I could end up playing with this incredible franchise that everybody knew about, the Los Angeles Lakers, with with Wilt Chamberlain, Jerry West, and Elgin (laughs) Baylor as teammates, three of the greatest players ever. And how in the world 
did a little <laughs> punk, skinny little punk from El Segundo get there? Well, here's what happened, Dr. Clapper. This is the, the story. Back, I went to elementary school. My sixth grade teacher was a fellow named Santo Preet. Wonderful, <laughs> wonderful guy. When I got into high school and my, my junior and senior years, Santo Preet used to open up the gymnasium in El Segundo, and all of the guys from the South Bay would come down and play pickup games. Hmm. But he would open it up a little bit early for me, and I would go in there with just the two of us, and I used to say to him, I, because I, uh, I, I wasn't a fast runner because I was so skinny and my shoes were so big that in the sand playing volleyball, I could run, I could run really fast. But in the gym with these big shoes on, I could barely move. You know, I was so skinny. So, so I used to say to him, you know, what can I, can you help me? How can I run faster? What can I do better? You know, as far as when out of high school, I don't think I'm going to be able to play anywhere. And he used to say to me, you are, you are going to be good. You wow. need to keep working hard, and you're going to be good, and you'll make it. And then my next stop was El Camino Junior College. He said, you will be able to play there. I'm telling you that you'll be able to play there. Wow. So that, was, that was work. Now, here's the point. That was my encouragement. And when you called me a couple of weeks ago, two weeks, and we spoke, and you mentioned this encouragement, and I just got a flashback because – I had been getting calls for the last couple of weeks prior to your phone call, and the last notice was that Santo Preet had just passed away. Just before you you called me in that week. And Mm. he's the man, when you talk about encouragement, he's Mm. the one that encouraged me from a young age, telling me that I could make it to the next level, just keep working hard.